Welcome to The Dancer Thinks, a podcast focusing on the people in the swing dance community to share their thoughts, motivations and experiences. This episode was recorded in early June 2020 while the UK was still in lockdown during the COVID-19 outbreak. Hello Graham and Sue and welcome to The Dancer Thinks. Thank you. So before we start chatting about dancing, um, could you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what you do that's not dancing? Um, hi, I'm Sue, and I usually, when I'm not furloughed, I work for a drinks distributor and um, have a great time walking the dog at other times and socialising. I'm Graham Edwards, married to Sue, and um, I'm currently working from home work for a small firm of accountants in Stratford where we live um, but obviously we're not going in at the moment and when I'm not working I do a bit of dancing with Sue and a few other things like table tennis occasionally a bit of walking with the dog and songwriting um, by myself and with some friends and that's about it really that's about it <laughs> that was quite a lot the dog's name is Duke Duke and gets a lot of exercise. Yes, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, swimming, walking. And and the dog enjoys that. Oh yes. Yeah, he's, he's a very reluctant swimmer, so so he's teaching him bit by bit to enjoy it. To enjoy the water. Doesn't like the water. No. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Especially in this weather. It's been blazing hot for days. Yeah. Doug is hidden away somewhere in the shade. Yeah. Well, he has to go in when I wade in. So. Uh, yeah, he tends to go in and that, that drives him wild. He tries to keep up with her and, and catch her, but he's really afraid of going too deep. He doesn't like to get it above his uh, stomach, if you like. So he's, but he's getting there slowly. As, as Sue goes in deeper and deeper, he, he keeps slipping in further and further, so... And then when you throw a stick as well, if you throw a stick, you'll go and chase it. So, so dancing, table tennis, songwriting. So musician as well, then, Graham? Uh, sort of, yes. Uh, sort of. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very good, but I, I, my main instrument is a six-string acoustic guitar, which I use to write my songs on. play a bit of bass, a uh, bit of drums. I don't really do much on keyboards, uh, but I'd like to. And I've got friends who uh, also play keyboards and guitar, and the three of us have been writing since we were 15. A little while then. A little while, yeah, yeah. We're cur- currently working on our sixth album, which is quite difficult under the uh, current uh, situation. Writing remotely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're sort of writing bits, recording it, and sending it off to each other, that kind of thing. And the, the, first, the first track that we've actually done a draft mix was a song we wrote in 1974. <laughs> a, a little while ago then. A little while ago. Yeah, it's been one of those things that's been bubbling around for a long time. We thought, well, we, we better sort of finally record it because we'd never recorded it before. So that's, that's the first track. We... That's a, a long time to wait to record it. <laughs> Very long time. How did you get into swing dancing? And have you danced other dances? We, we got into swing dancing looking for a new hobby. We've always had a hobby that we've done together and we, we weren't doing anything at the time. So we, I wanted to start dancing. 
so I persuaded Graham to try swing dancing and we got hooked. But we had previously, about 10 years earlier, tried salsa oh, together yeah, yeah. and uh, we had salsa wars. We did give that up. Gave up salsa. <laughs> And then, is that how you started? Lindy Hop. We started with East no. Coast Swing. East Coast Swing. And did a bit of rock and roll from that. And then just tried lots and lots of different older older dances and loved them all. So just keep yeah. finding new ones. Keep finding new ones and carry yes, on. Yeah. Lindy Hop is, is one that we, we would like to track, but we've been trying to track it for about four years and... We get a little bit further along and then we stop for some reason and then you forget and then you have to start again. So it's been a bit of a troublesome journey that one has. But you're enjoying it. Oh, yes. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And recently you've done Collegiate Shag as well. Yes. We have. Yeah. Bouncing from one to the next. <laughs> yeah. Let's see which one fits uh, in best. Yeah. Well, as I said, we were struggling with uh, Lindy Hawk and we were, we were trying to, to get back into dancing after a break again have, have breaks now and again and um sue found your class doing collegiate shag so we thought well okay well can't find lindy hop anywhere local let's go and try shag and then you happen to actually offer lindy hop as well as part of that which is great so it's like two birds with one stone really. two different classes on one night <laughs> yeah so it's been quite quite nice so again we've been forced to stop doing that unfortunately yeah uh, dancing is all on hold right across the world so <laughs> at the moment no idea when it will come back in the uk yeah no. but we will be back we've always taken the opinion though that we we have no great aims to do anything other than enjoy it and mainly just enjoy the journey i think that that's the best approach for a lot of people uh, if you enjoy it and you get loads of fun from it and it's very social you meet some great people yes. then you don't need to be brilliant you don't need to be you know a teacher level or a superstar you just need to be able to dance and have fun yeah yes. i think from my experience a lot more people should just take that attitude it, it's a dance it's yeah. why we dance uh-huh. definitely it's it's fun isn't it it's fun it is fun as you've been doing all of these different dances have each one of them helped the next or they've been different i think I'm, we started with east coast swing as, as sue said so moving into a little bit of rock and roll that made it quite easy to, to try and do the rock and roll dance but that hasn't really helped with lindy hop except for the training that you get with, with doing it so you know your muscles weren't shocked by what was going on too much but definitely East Coast Swing helped with the rock and roll, but it didn't necessarily help with the, the Lindy Hop. The Lindy, Lindy Hop and the Shag sort of helped each other a little bit, I think. I don't know what you think, Sue. From a follower's point of view, I think everything helps because you do feel the signals and you notice the similarity. And every dance I've done has helped with learning other ones. Have there been any light bulb moments from dancing? in any lesson at all that you've kind of taken away and gone, oh, that's made a real difference? When we had the problems with the salsa, it was because I wouldn't let Graham lead because 
I picked it up quicker than him. So I was trying to help him and tell him what to do. And a very good teacher came up to me and said, don't. Let him make a mistake. If he leads you wrong, do it wrong. But let him lead you and don't say anything. And that really changed our way of dancing and made us learn a lot quicker. Ah. about that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, I think that's quite difficult in class for um, for leads and for fellows. That once you know the shape and the steps and the moves, you have a tendency to do them, whether that the feeling is correct or not. Um, but that's a, a it's a good point that if you just follow what you've been led, everybody learns quicker. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it did help definitely because it allowed me to to find my own way to make the steps work rather than trying to always do it as somebody else was telling me who wasn't the teacher. And that's definitely yes, yes. Are there things that frustrate you about dancing? <laughs> about learning to dance or about social dancing? <laughs> do you, do you want to My frustration is always eight time or six time Lindsay. I just um, yeah. struggle so much with that. So noticing the difference between the eights and the sixes. Yeah, that is so frustrating for me. And then the more frustrated I get, the more difficulty I have with it. So I don't just relax into it. Uh, I think the relaxing is, a, is the key point there. It, once you start to relax, I think you will find you'll feel the difference. Any any challenges? <laughs> well, yeah, Lindy Hop's definitely a, a massive challenge. Uh, I think Sue's right. It's the it's the eights and the six time counts that if there was only one or the other, <laughs> it would, the steps would be more logical. It, it, it's in my mind because I I suppose because we we learned uh, with East Coast Swing. And each move we learned was completely unique and had no necessary connection. Um, the timing was pretty much easy to follow. So we could just plug all these different moves together in any random order. It, you know, didn't have to worry about the 32 beats and stuff like this. And, and this is the problem I have. I, I can't, I just cannot in my head work out what to do at the right time. Sometimes it flows. And if we follow a sequence that you've shown us, then I can repeat that sequence on the evening. And if we practice it at home straight away the next night, the next night, I can keep it going for a few days, but then it'll just disappear out of my head. And it's that's my problem. These, you know, I, I cannot memorize things in, in the same way. Uh, I think as suit as Sue manages to. So that's caused a problem, really. Yeah. I've got a few fixed moves that I, I can do. In about one and a half minutes to two minutes. We can we can get through usually, mm. um, and after that it's it's repeats repeats. Repeating isn't a bad thing. <laughs> it's it was the way I think it's the way I love people learn. Um, I have a tendency to start every dance the same way, just because that's the way I start dances. Everybody gets the same six moves to start with, and yeah. and I'm quite happy to do those six moves for three and a half minutes, <laughs> because yeah. if you can see the pleasure in your dance partner's face while you're dancing, then what you're actually doing, what moves you do, I don't think it really matters. What do you think? Mm, yes. It is, it's all about the enjoyment, isn't it? It's all about the enjoyment. Yeah, I always worry about Sue finding it boring doing the same moves time and time again. So, yeah. 
I was I was advised when I first started because I I did the same thing. I knew moves. I knew lots of moves, and I put them all in. And um, one of the fellows in Cheltenham, while we were dancing, just said, "Do less, please. Just do less." <laughs> do less she said it's much nicer when you do less well rather than trying to do everything you know half-heartedly or kind of wrong just do what you know well yeah. and keep doing it good advice it, it was very good advice it, it changed my dancing completely which is where the kind of six moves came in for me because right. it, it allowed me to just settle into what was coming next so for people who are starting out or thinking of taking up any kind of swing dancing, whether that be Lindy, Shag, East Coast, um, what words of advice or encouragement would you give them? Don't hesitate to yeah. start a class. Do it. If you don't like it, you can always look for another class and just yeah. find a class and get going. That's the thing. Sooner you start, better. And it is the most social and friendly style of dancing. We've never met people we haven't liked there. Yeah. It's a very social thing to do and it's great. And you can transfer it to other events that you go to as well, can't you? So if you go to a wedding or parties at people's houses and stuff like that, you can shock and thrill them with your danceability, which... We've done that a few times and it amazes us how, how much people stand and watch and think, wow, that's great. Why don't you do it? We think, you know, it'd be great. The more people do it, the better. Do you think that's something to do with the, the fact that there's not much partner dancing as you're growing up, as young people are coming through? True. Yeah. I Sorry, you go I, no, I, I just hadn't thought of that, but yes, that is yeah. the case, isn't it? Well, it was certainly the case for me. I, I didn't find partner dancing until I was 40. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's pretty much the same for us all the way through, right? From teenage years, it was never really partner dancing. It rock and roll, 50s and 60s, that was it, wasn't it? That's when it's sort of, and then you get into the 70s, it was all on your own, and 70s, 80s, 90s. And it's just, and it stayed solo dancing for ever since then. Yeah. And quite often to get a man on the dance floor, you had to have quite a lot of encouragement of the liquid kind to <laughs> <laughs> make him a good dancer. So it is nice now dancing with men that can dance and don't need that fuel to do it. Graham, so thank you for your time. Um, there have been some really interesting points there. Um, and hopefully we'll see you on the social dance floor soon. Thanks very much, Carl. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast app. Head over to thedancerthinks.com where you can read the show notes, leave comments, and if you really enjoyed the show, buy me a coffee.